0: Oh my goodness, you guys are going to love this podcast today with a fellow mastermind sister, Najina, who is an incredible online business coach who helps other women become healthier and have a better understanding of their bodies. Guys, get your pen and paper. I've already like taken radical action on my flat tummy morning water. You guys are going to want to listen in. First of all, just to the inspirational story. Of leaving her nine to five in a highly sought after career in New York City to crushing her dreams of becoming her own business owner. And she's absolutely loving helping women to become more confident and watching them learn to love the skin they live in. So you guys listen in. Hey, gang.
1: I'll bring you inspiring all out guests, lifestyle, business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all out entrepreneur, making your passion, your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you.
0: All right, guys, we are back with another burnout to all out podcast episode with Nagina Abdullah. I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, Melissa, I'm so excited to be here. We have so much to talk about today. Yes. So Nagina is a sister from another mother who was also a corporate burnout, working a nine to five, who bet on herself and is now operating her own business. And you're going to be walking us through a little bit of that journey, but then also just sharing with us a little bit about what you're doing today. So I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast and have our audience really listen in. And for those who uh, catch the recording later, we're streaming live inside the burnout to all out Facebook community. So you can always go jump into that Facebook community. And you can actually have live interaction with guest speakers like Gina. And we're also streaming live inside of our academy, my LinkedIn Method Academy. So so excited to have you here. So Gina, let's jump in. So by the way, the way we know each other. We are in the same mastermind group in the Kelly Roche Unstoppable Entrepreneurs Program. And my community knows I'm always talking about the way you up level is is to invest um, and pull a chair up to a table with people who are going where you want to go, right? And so Nagina is one of those people who is in that community that we've paid to play, right? And we're Mm -hmm. able to connect, find each other and be inspired by each other. So Gina, take us all the way back to life before. I know it's hard to relive, right? But like life before, when you were still working for someone else and kind of on the brink. Like tell us a little about your profession, kind of where you were before you made the pivot. Yes,
2: absolutely. Well, I actually was in my dream job. Like I had worked my whole life. I had my MBA. I gotten my dream job at a top four consulting firm in New York City. I was traveling all around the country. I was actually loving my job. I mean, I was living the dream. And then what happened is that I got into it. I was working there for for multiple years. and, And then I had my first child. And then I had my second child. And you know, I was still the same person inside. I really had a lot of ambition. I had a desire for success, a really big drive, but I just didn't want to have to be on the corporate schedule anymore where I had to be working certain hours or I had to be traveling though. I enjoyed, actually, I was one of the people that enjoyed traveling. I didn't want to have to be gone. I didn't want to have to be forced to be gone. I wanted to choose when I was gone. And so that was really a, a big thing is like, I never lost my drive for success. I just wanted to be able to translate it and to express it in a different way. And with the onset of a family, I wanted more flexibility. And it started really becoming a burning pain inside of me where I just felt like every time that I was being made to work really long hours, getting up early, staying up late, it was just not what I wanted to do anymore. But I still wanted success. I didn't want to stay at home. I didn't want that. Wasn't an option for me. So what happened for me is that I actually had a personal transformation where after I had my two children, I had previously struggled with my weight and my body for my whole entire life. And after I had my two children, I had no more time to spend thinking about getting healthier, trying to fit into my clothes. So I did a lot of research, I found the most efficient, fast way to get in shape and to make it sustainable. And I lost 40 pounds in nine months. And that was actually transformational for me, where I got into, the best shape of my life, better than before I had kids. And everyone around me started noticing. They were like, Nagina, how are you more in shape after children than before children? What did you do? Give me your recipes. Give me your your tips. And so I started sharing them. And so many people were asking that I learned about this concept of an online business. And I learned the fact that I can share my advice online and that guess what? People will actually pay for your advice. And in fact, people will do better with their results when they pay you versus you giving them free advice. And so what I did is I invested in learning about how to grow an online course, how to get myself online. And I had this vision. I'd seen so many other people do this successfully. So I just knew that it was possible. And just having that knowledge and seeing other people do it is sometimes all you really need to get started, knowing that this is possible, it's real, this is reality. And I started envisioning what it would be like to be able to have this freedom, be able to work from home, be able to work online. And I knew that I just needed to take some steps to get there. So what happened, Melissa, is that I started writing a blog. I started then taking on coaching clients while I was in my corporate job. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I did this for five years. I worked on the side of my business for five years. And that's because I had to guarantee to myself that I could make more of an income from my online business than from my corporate job, because otherwise it did not make sense for me to leave. I still needed to bring in the financial side of it and for this to make sense. And so I kept going, moving forward, keeping going. I had my first $50,000 year. Then I had my first $100,000 year while I was in my corporate job. And so I started seeing that this could really work. And then it just started getting challenging for me to work all of my corporate hours and my business. So I started exploring opportunities at my company to create more flexibility in my position. And I found that there were some positions that were more flexible, where I could not necessarily be traveling, I wouldn't have all the hours, I didn't have all the upward potential anymore. But I could at least have the salary that I needed to support me growing my own business. And so I made that transition. And it was really key. And I want to kind of focus on this that I saw enough success in my online business to actually say, I'm going to take a step back from my corporate career, but I'm not going to totally step out of it yet.
0: I love that. Can I pause you for just a second? I love what you're saying here, especially for like working moms in corporate America, right? Like, because I remember being in similar shoes and up for a promotion. I had multiple children and A lot of people this I'm going to bring this full circle in just a second, but a lot of people in corporate are just doing the corporate shuffle like they're just kind of ping ponging like where the corporations they need to go next. If you're key talent and you're working hard, they're just going to like skyrocket you to the top if you have no boundaries or no prioritization outside of your career. Right. But so many people are attached their career, I made a post about this this morning, or I wrote about it this morning. There's this quote I love that says, you want the good news or the bad news? The good news is we're making great time. The bad news is we don't know where we're going, right? And so the point of that is like for those who are in corporate listening to this, that just because you're up for a promotion, if you're in the midst of side gigging and trying to start something new, or even if you're really clear on your own family home priorities and like what's most important, it is okay to not take the next step in the ladder. It's okay to have boundaries like Nagina had and said, you know, I'm going to sidestep this. I know that maybe there's not the upward potential anymore, but it's actually serving me as an entrepreneur to have the safety net, have the income and take account and be less risky And still pursue my dreams. So I just love that you're openly honest about that. And I'll never forget a mentor of mine. When I was up for a promotion, I was so nervous not to take it because I was afraid if I didn't take it, that I would be perceived differently moving forward. That I like wasn't a hard worker. But the reality was, and what my mentor told me is he was like, if you work hard and you provide value, these opportunities will continue to come to you. You have to own your destiny, you have to own where you're prioritizing your time and your life. So that just like hit a hot button for me. So I just had to pause. I just freaking love it. So keep going. Permission for people to, to move left and right on the ladder instead of up because they have a bigger vision. Further ahead. Exactly. And your story is
2: so, so exactly the same where it was like you have to actually make a conscious choice to stay lateral, to stay where you are. But then what you know is that your overall life is expanding. You're just taking a pause in this one area. And so that's what happened is that by me having that flexibility in my career, my my salary was what I needed it to be. I didn't have the upward potential, but yet I was growing my my business on the side with the vision of it being my full time. And if I had not made the shift, I couldn't have grown it, but if I had left my job, it would have actually given me a lot of pressure and I would have felt uncomfortable where I was. Yeah. So that was a really great medium and so exactly what I wanted to happen happened. It just took a little longer than I than I thought it would, which was why it was even better that I stayed in my in my corporate job in a more flexible position. And right. so I was experimenting with how to make money online, with how to serve people online, with how to also I was learning how to coach other women because I started coaching other women to lose weight. So I had to learn all about the different needs and and priorities and demands of all types of different people. So I was coaching people one on one. And then I started group coaching. And so all these models took some time to evolve into. And, and so what was happening towards the endless is that I was actually working two, almost two full-time jobs. I was actually the way that I was doing this, but it's, it's so worth it. It's so worth it for what's happened. What I would do is to to fit this into my life because I have two children and I was really fueled by wanting to spend more time with my children. That's how I got the fire. I would wake up in the morning around 5 a.m. And in the beginning, it sounded really drastic to me. And these became my favorite hours of my day. I had quiet time from 5 to 7, 7.30. Nobody was there. No emails were coming in. I got the equivalent of 4 hours, 4 to 5 hours of work in during those 2 hours. And so doing that every day, spending those 2 hours in the morning times 5 so that's 10 hours, but it's actually equivalent to more like 30 to 40 hours because you're getting so much more in because your mind is fresh and there's no interruptions. And so that's a big way that I moved my ideas and I moved my business forward was identifying these hours and these times of the day that I could I could spend focused and things started moving. You know, things started moving. And so what happened is that after doing this for several years, it was becoming a lot more, but then my business started growing. It started getting really successful. and. And it it was taking steps in this direction. It didn't happen overnight. That's really key. It's about taking steps in the direction and seeing everything add up over time. And now what happened is about a year and a half ago, I was able to see that my income was becoming more and it had been more for multiple months than my corporate job. And that's when I decided that this is the right time to leave. So I left. Last year, my income was more than double what I made in corporate and it's gearing up to be much more than that this year. And I'm doing the work I love. I'm working at home. I am, you know, learning new ways, new things. I'm just, I'm doing what my passion is, which is to help other women get healthier, to lose weight, and to live the life of their dreams, being as active as they want to. And I get to do that. It is so much more fulfilling than what I was doing before. Even though I loved what I was doing before, this is so much more personal and it fuels me every day to know that I'm helping other women achieve the dreams that took me so long to get to. And now I can shortcut other women to getting.
0: Oh, my gosh, so many good things that you just said. I like I wrote a couple of them down. So, so many good things. And you're right. Like one of the things that you said up front, and this is so true is, and I think there's a lot, especially women, not that I'm discrediting men, but there are so many women out there in the corporate space. And I'm speaking to some of my academy members who are leveraging LinkedIn that are like they they have an incredible work ethic, like Nagina. I bet I I don't want to judge, but I would bet if you're like me, I work just as many, if not more hours now than I did in corporate, but it's on my schedule and it's around my kids and it's a life by my design, but I hustle hard and I've got major heart, but I just, it didn't fit being a high performing female who also wants to be an ever present Parent, it, corporate was not the space for me. It just wasn't. But it didn't mean I wanted to be a stay at home mom. Yes. It meant I wanted to be a work from home mom on my damn calendar and my damn time, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so I love that. The other thing you said that I love, and I talk about this all the time, I actually grew my first business to six figures while working full time. And I'm very transparent with my clients and I tell them, And I know you coach in the health and wellness space, so maybe you have some coaching on this, but I tell people, hey, there were a couple of months where I was really burning the candle at both ends. Like I got up super early. I probably got a little fluffy. I, I like did less time at the gym, but now I can go to the gym whenever I want. But it was like finding that time because I knew that I knew there was light at the end of the tunnel, if I could be disciplined enough for a finite period of time that I could get over that hump and say bye to the night of five. But I had to be disciplined in the sense of, you know, truly burning the candle at both ends, right? Were there days in the thick of it? Because I know there were for me. Were there days in the thick of it where you've you scaled your business up, you hadn't quite left corporate, and you felt like, oh, my gosh, like maybe your family – did you feel like your family was getting less of you than ever before? Were there ever any moments where you're like, why am I doing this? Like I was doing this for – freedom, but I'm working more than ever. And my family and spouse are seeing me less than ever. Did you ever have any moments like that before you left? Well, I definitely did
2: work a lot. I mean, and I definitely do just like you're saying, Melissa, you know, I'm not the type of person that can just not really work. Like I I always have something on my mind. And so the thing is, like, I did work hard and I do work hard to this day. But then I do get to choose my vacations. I have over eight weeks of full vacations a year that I choose and I select. I also decided that this summer, I really only want to work for four to six hours a day because I want to go swimming with my children after their camp gets out. And I just want to have freedom in my mornings. And so these are things I don't have to tell anyone. Like I do have employees and I tell them I'm not going to be there, but that's fine because they're there and they're working and they're helping me move things forward. And so there, there have been times, but I can tell you this kind of work is a whole different kind of work because it is so exciting. Every day when I was building my business on the side of my corporate job, I just couldn't wait to finish my corporate work so I could hurry up and get started on my own. It's like, I loved working on growing my business. I loved writing articles. I loved having interviews. I loved creating programs. It's like so creative and and innovative and exciting to put your heart and see other people get results from your creation. It's extremely fulfilling. So it wasn't even work like, it was just like, "Oh my god, can I hurry up and get everything off my plate so I can get to work on my business?" You know? Right. And so, right. and then as far as my children in that time, yes, there were time that I didn't have time with my family as much, but I always knew this is about having time flexibility, but it's also about having income flexibility. There is so much more potential. If you keep moving forward and keep believing in yourself and keep investing in yourself, there is so much more income potential when you have your own business than in a corporate job, even an excellent, amazing corporate job. I had a great corporate job, but I know that there's so much more potential by growing my own business, seeing all the results. Like I'm selling everything. I'm helping people get results. Like I get to see the profits. It's not the company that I'm working for that gets to see the profits. So yes. it's kind of like the equation changes where it doesn't seem like hard work, but yes, it is. It, it, but then it pays off. And then you get not only time flexibility, but that income, you you blow out the ceiling. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. I love that. And it's so true. And I kind of, I like dip my toe in the pond and then cannibal. And so I started a network marketing business when I was in corporate, which was like super low risk. And I hit six figures. And from there, I launched a whole nother coaching business. And where I wanted to go with this with working for a corporation and kind of those stepping stones, I went through that same evolution of like, okay, I'm trading time for money in corporate America, I've got a great multiple six figure income. But then when I went into network marketing, it was uh, residual income, right? It was really, really nice. It gave me the time to create uh, a whole nother coaching business. But where I was going with this and what I love about what you're doing and what I'm doing in the coaching space where you are legitimately owning your own business, I've had people ask me, gosh, you did great in network marketing. Why would you launch a whole other coaching on LinkedIn, right? When you've already got this income there. And to them, I said, it's the profit that you bring home. So even though from corporate to network marketing, anyone in network marketing, you're getting a profit share. You're getting a small percentage of what the entire corporation is still making, even though you're working for yourself. Whereas when you work for yourself, it's like what, 50, 60% profit, right? Mm -hmm. Or even more depending on your margins. And so it's like, I'll never forget my business coach saying, you need to launch your own coaching business. Like you think you're doing great in social selling, you're getting 6% of what the company's making. What if you could take your leadership skills and take 50%? And it was like, like I want everyone listening to think about that. Like Nagina is saying, when you work for yourself, the profit is, there's uncapped potential. Uncapped potential. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, well, what's happened is that
2: I just have been blown away by the fact that like it's not that impossible to start off, making ten thousand a month, and then making twenty thousand a month, and then this is serious, making fifty thousand a month every month. Like yes. you just layer up to it, and you learn the strategies, and you get to it, and then you make more than that. And so, it's not out of anyone's realm, especially if you're from a professional background. There's a lot of skills that are like, you're going to catapult yourself in the online world because we have organization, we have strategy, we have people skills. That's a lot of things that people in other industries don't have. So when you come from this corporate background, you have learned a lot. You're bringing a lot of your project management experience. For example, I use all of that in my business, but now I'm just applying it to a subject that's passionate to me, but that's also helping so many people to impact their lives. And so that is really where this ultimate fulfillment comes from, is that you're impacting other people's lives directly. And you know that you have been on this earth, helping other people be better in their lives versus being a small part of a project or, you know, being part of You're actually leading, leading impact. And so that's really, really phenomenal. And as a mom, as a parent, like my kids see me getting visibility. They see me growing my business. They see me getting new clients and it's very inspiring to them. And they, though I, though I was working long hours, they know what's happening. They actually look me up on the internet with their class and they see all of the interviews that I've been on and everything. And they, they feel proud, you know, they feel proud that like, this is my mommy and, and that feels good to me. But really I'm doing this for myself. And also my family helped fuel it. But I just know that, that it is very possible and, but just getting the right support and knowing and having the patience that it it can take some time, but imagine the, the, the freedom that's there afterward.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. The freedom of jumping in the pool every afternoon with your kids, right? Exactly,
2: exactly. I know. And it's like, you know, last week, my kids were out of school, and I just decided to take a week off. We went all around, we went to different cities, we traveled all around. And my whole business was also running because now I've taken it to the place where it can run without me for that amount of time. And so everything was running, I got to spend all this quality time with my children and know that we had the money coming in. But I didn't have to like request time off or like work around someone else's schedule or anything like that. I had that freedom to do it. And so it's it's a very rewarding space to be in and it does take a mental mindset which I know you talk about a lot Melissa a lot of mental mindset strengthening to know that this is possible that you're worth it and that this can happen and that this is actually better for you like you got to put in a little bit of effort up front and you're gonna have so much so so much of a freer life that can keep growing and growing over the
0: next 30 40 years oh my gosh I love that you hit on the mindset piece so Jessica Klassen is my sales and marketing manager, and we talked about this yesterday. As an entrepreneur, I think especially versus in corporate, there's like tiers of mentors, right? Like, you've got your manager and your director or your VP or whatever. And in entrepreneurship, when you're like, literally like in the virtual space, you're running your business from home, if you don't have coaching on mindset, right to like toughen you up, I can't even imagine Jessica and I talked about it yesterday, we've got our accountability advisors in UE, right? So, I have an advisor I had a call with yesterday. We have Kelly Roche inside of the legacy mindset coaching, like inside of the legacy coaching. I'm in another mastermind. Well, I just finished another mastermind, but I've got Kayla Kraft uh, that I work with every other week for mindset and Preston Smiles, I work with every other week on mindset, right? And Jessica and I were laughing at, like, not laughing, but actually kind of just astonished at the board of advisors that I have as an entrepreneur. But I think it's so important, Nagina, and I I don't know if you would agree, but like being on an island, launching something by yourself and being surrounded. Like my husband has no idea the space I'm in. My neighbors have no idea. Like people around me, if I don't have the consult with someone who knows what is possible, how do you know what's possible? Right. So having that coaching on mindset daily, that board of advisors, I, truly think is critical. Do you have any mindset? Like what is your mindset hack? Or how do you keep yourself in the game with what's possible and where you're headed?
2: Oh my gosh, so important. And we cannot undercut like in corporate in our corporate jobs, like we never talked about mindset. You know, it was just like, do the work, get it done, get the promotion, get the skills, skill building. You know, it was not really that much focus on mindset. But when you're an entrepreneur, it helps you really learn what is right about you, what you need to change about yourself, what the breakthroughs you need to have to get to the next level. You learn so much about yourself by being an entrepreneur when you have these goals to reach because you're the only one that can create it. There, this has been undefined. Like you're creating your path. And so I have found one of the most important things that I have done to keep my head in the game is to be surrounded by, to surround myself consciously with other people that are doing the same thing as me, trying to do the same thing as me, and also people that are already five, 10 steps ahead of me. And when I do that, just ingrains in my head that this is possible. So like even this conversation with you, Melissa, is empowering to me because it's so great to meet and to be with another person that has gone through it and that is growing and that is doing really great because it's like, this is real, you know, this is not... (laughs) a story and being in the mastermind that we're in and, and Kelly Roach's legacy builders is like being around so many other women that are doing the same thing, whether it's women or men, just other people doing the same thing. I also subscribe to lots of blogs of other people, like websites and blogs of people that are 20 steps, you know, they've been doing this for for, for the last 10, 15 years already. Yeah. And And I like to just see where they're at and get motivated by them. And I read their emails. So it's really surrounding myself by other people. And there's that saying that you're the average of the five closest people to you. So because their thoughts and ideas are going in your head. And I take that really seriously. I'm actually very, very just strict with the people that I allow to be around me from whether it's friends or anyone. I will only be around people that are uplifting me because If you're just having people that are, that are kind of like negative, that don't believe in themselves, that don't believe in you, what is that going to do? It's going to bring you down. And
0: it's all about the the ideas that we allow
2: to come into our head.
0: I love that. That's been such a lesson for me in the past two years. And I constantly coach to that. And it's so true. You have to ferociously protect your time with who you surround yourself with. It's so. So true. I love that. I love that. And just surrounding yourself with people who show you what's possible, right? Yeah. Like I remember when I joined my very first mastermind, this is before Legacy and before UE, my first day in the mastermind, first day, I just like my LinkedIn Method Academy was like it's an idea. One of the girls in the mastermind, first day I joined, it had a $100,000 day, day. And I was like, what? Like, and instead of being intimidated and putting my tail between the legs, I was like free inspired. I'm like, this is possible, right? Like, holy cow. So just pulling your chair up and, 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 and asking people how they did it, right? And being inspired by it. I, I love that. Hey there, we're going to take a brief little interruption. I think you guys will love why I'm doing this little interruption. And that is because we hear from you all the time over in the Burnout to All Out community. On our Facebook page, you've got questions, you want coaching. And so one of the things we are opening up to our Burnout to All Out community that are listening in right now to this podcast is a chance to get your questions answered in a live hot seat coaching session with me, yours truly, Melissa Henault, in our Burnout to All Out community. And the audio will be recorded and you will be debuted in our podcast with your questions. So, if that piques your curiosity and you're intrigued, here's the deal. All you have to do is text the word question. Again, text the word question to the number 1833 310 7171. Again, text the word question to one 310 7171 And when you do that, we will come back to you with another message asking you to submit your question. Two to three lucky people will be selected every single week, to be featured in my Facebook community and on my podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Well, let's get into your business now because I'm sure post-COVID, everybody's trying to put their bathing suits on right now. Tell us a little bit about your actual business and you know some hacks for folks. I know me personally, I come from the health and wellness space, but I found as I launched my own business and have another business and I've got the podcast and all the things, even me, I've put on like probably eight pounds this past year and I'm still working out like crazy. But I know it has to do with the stress of like multiple businesses and the kids being home and just routines being off. So I know I'm not alone. If anybody listening is with me, who would like to hear from Nagina on some hacks around health and lifestyle. And I know that you in a couple of minutes can't give us like your full program. I'm sure you can tell us about it. But can you just give us a couple of key ingredients or nuggets for life hacks for folks who are looking at themselves in their bathing suit right now and are just like, oh, this is not how this fit last year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, you know, there was actually this saying that it's like the COVID-15 or it -hmm. became the COVID-25 because COVID was so long. And You know, thankfully, most of us, at least in the US are coming out of it, though, we're just thankful that that we are. But this was something very, very common. So the first thing is not to feel bad and not to feel down, because it's very common that you were at home, there was a lot more stresses with children being at home with work schedules, and really having access to the kitchen, and really nothing much else to do to have fun besides eat drink watch tv it's really challenging to get the regular activity even t- regular walks were you know were hard that you had as part of your daily life So the first thing is to not really feel bad about it and to know that you can absolutely get back to the place that you feel amazing. A lot of times we feel like this is a natural way of thinking that we feel like, oh, I'm older now, even if it's just a year older, we think, oh, I'm older, my metabolism may be slowing down. I don't know if this can happen. And and you might even feel scared sometimes, but actually it's not true. You can boost your metabolism. You can eat the right foods. You can get right back into shape and you're going to feel amazing. And so why this is so important is because, first of all, we do feel that it's important the way we look, but it's also important about the way we feel and the energy that we have. And so when you are taking care of yourself with the right foods and with the right movement, then not only are you going to be able to feel great when you look in the mirror, but you're going to have more energy and more productivity to grow your side business or your main business to do better in your job and to have energy, to be active, to do things In your free time, it's like when we're working hard, what is it for? Because we also want to have a great free time, a great time, you know, when we're not working. So imagine having so much energy where you jump up on a Saturday morning and you want to go hiking. You want to go swimming. You don't care about swimming with your children. You feel totally confident that you are just having fun with your children. You're not thinking about how you look in a bathing suit. Like that's what happens is that you release all the boundaries and all of the pressures. When you feel good about yourself, then you start focusing on other people instead of being consumed by thinking of yourself you know, imagine going to the beach and just running into the waves and not wearing your cover up because it's really hot outside and you really just want to get into the water. And then in the winter going skiing and snowboarding and doing all the things that you want to do. Like this is what life can be about. And this is all about like how you were talking about, Melissa, designing your life. Well, when you get healthy and when you also create that freedom in your life, that lifestyle, and you give yourself the energy to get there, that's when you're designing your life. You're not like giving in to the fact that, oh, well, maybe I might be getting older or maybe I might be busy. You can actually design the fact that you can eat the right things and you will be at a weight where you feel energetic and you feel active. I would love to share like a few quick strategies and, and easy tips that you can do. And, you know, I do help women, but we've also started to bring on male clients. And this all works for women and men. Now, I personally, like I said, in the beginning, I personally lost 40 pounds before I went back to work while I was working in this very busy lifestyle, and it changed everything. And my husband did it with me. And he also got extremely healthy, lost 20 pounds in the first month, and then just continued to get more kind of like, you know, strong over time. So the main thing is that Number one, 80% of losing weight and feeling really great, like physically 80% of weight loss comes to what you eat. And so it's really important. Like if you only have a certain amount of time, like we all do, you want to prioritize where you're going to get the biggest wins. So if you're spending time working out, you definitely have to eat right for yourself to see the effects. Of course, working out feels really great and you should never stop doing it. But like you also want to make sure that you're eating well, because that's where you're going to get all the wins. And so 80% just prioritizing where do I want to spend my time. Now, one of the easiest things to do to get started is to start off your morning with what I call the metabolism boosting morning routine. And this is a very easy routine that you can do. And I, I love sharing routines and habits Because this is about creating a lifestyle shift versus going on a diet. I don't want you to go on a diet because what will happen is you may lose however much weight you gained during COVID or whatever much weight that you want to lose. But the moment you get there, this is what always happens. You feel like eating all the things you weren't allowed to eat and you go back to your regular habits. And we don't have time for that anymore. Okay. We might have had time for that in our 20s or before children. But like when you have a lot going, you're growing a business, you may have children. You need to lose it and just create that lifestyle so that you're not going up and down and you don't have to think about it anymore. Managing a healthy weight becomes mindless. And so by integrating healthy habits and routines, that's the way to move towards this. So a really great routine is doing my metabolism boosting morning routine, which is where you start your morning with a glass of infused debloating water. And what that is, is the night before you put a pitcher of water into the fridge, about six cups of water, and you add one to two lemons that you cut up into circles with the peel on. And then you also add a cucumber in there. Now, what lemon does is it detoxifies your body. It cleanses you of all the toxins, and it also gives you 30% of your daily vitamin C, which is really important right now. We want to keep our immune system strong with everything that's happened. We want to keep being really healthy. So have that lemon. And then the cucumber, because of all the fresh water in it, it, it helps to debloat your body, it helps to decrease water retention, like you may have had water sticking to your body, because of some of the foods you were eating, or some of the other things that were happening in your environment, and it helps cleanse it out. So you debloat. if you've been feeling uncomfortable in your belly, as you're sitting, well, you want to de-bloat it then. You want to use things like more water, cucumbers, all of those things. So by adding it in this water, you're getting all the benefits. And then if you also have some mint, you can put in about six to eight mint leaves in your water. So what you do is you put this in your water jug. The next morning you wake up and it's all infused in the water. Now, the first thing is I want to, want to tell you, it's not hard to drink water that looks like you're at a spa you know, you wake up, you open the fridge, you're like, am I at a spa right now? Like I get to drink this to be healthy. And this is the whole concept of a lifestyle shift where you're excited about what you're doing. You want to do these things. And so you open the fridge, you pour yourself a glass of of what I call, this is called flat tummy water. Okay. It's the infused debloating water, but this is the recipe for flat tummy water. You pour this flat tummy water in, you drink it and you just hydrate your body right away, you're getting all those benefits of de-bloating and cleansing your body of toxins. And then the mint as well, what the mint does is that it helps you reduce your sugar cravings, and it reduces overeating. So you have that beautiful glass of water in the morning, you can have more than one, and you can keep it in your fridge for up to three days, you can also drink it in the afternoon. So that's okay. your infant de-bloating water.
0: That's awesome. And it sounds delicious. Pam is asking, should it be room temperature or cold? So it sounds like you're saying put it in the refrigerator overnight, right?
2: Yeah. So you can put it in the fridge overnight to help it infuse, but you can also keep it outside too. You can just put it on your counter if you like. Some people also want to have it warm and you can also warm it up in the microwave. You can have it at any temperature. You can have as many glasses as you want. You can have it anytime throughout the day as well, but it will stay good in your fridge for three days. Like those ingredients will stay really fresh for about three days, sometimes four if you're using a nice glass pitcher because glass will retain the food a little bit better. But then you can also, if, if you run out of water, you can refill it with just more water one time so that you're not wasting everything. So you have to infuse debloating water. That's the first step. The second step is depending on who you are, if you're like me, I'm literally drinking my coffee right now. I love having coffee. I love having my caffeine burst in the morning. Many professionals do. And when you hear that you have to get healthier and take out coffee, like those are, those are the things that, that made me feel like it's not even worth it. I don't even want to get healthier because I want my, I want my coffee. So I can tell you from personal experience, as well as multiple scientific studies, that coffee actually does help you in your weight loss process. But the problem is when you start adding creamers that have a lot of sweetness in it or a lot of sugar or artificial sweeteners. And so what I recommend that you do and what really works, this was actually the first thing that I did to jumpstart myself losing 40 pounds was to add cinnamon into my coffee instead of- I'm
0: cinnamon in mine right now. Oh, that's awesome, Melissa. You're like, see, you're doing,
2: oh my God, you're doing great. Wow, well, you're a healthy person. So yes, that makes sense. And so when you add cinnamon, cinnamon is a sweet spice That lowers your blood sugar. And what that means is that it makes your body store less fat. So you're storing less fat when you add. It's like adding something to help you lose weight. That's this concept that I want you to learn about too. I'm teaching you how to add foods, not restrict foods. You put that cinnamon in. If you want to have a little bit of sweetener or sugar because you need it, you can. But over time, what will happen is that you won't even feel like you need it because the cinnamon is going to give you everything that you need and also helps curb your sugar cravings. So you're starting your day off, you're de-bloating, you're lowering your sugar, like you're lowering your fat storage, and then you want to definitely have a protein more breakfast. Now, having protein boosts your metabolism and it keeps you full with less calories. What that means is, in other words, you're tricking your body into eating less calories because you're outsmarting your body. You're not giving it lots of foods that have high calories, but aren't really nutritionally sound. You're giving yourself more protein. So you're actually satisfied. And what happens is when you eat a breakfast that has more protein is that if someone brings in a tray of donuts or your kids have a bunch of like bagels and cream cheese, you don't even want it because you're so satisfied. You actually reduce your cravings. You reduce your sugar cravings. So do you want me to share maybe about three like easy protein more breakfast?
0: Yes, because I know we've got a lot of people in the health and wellness space that are in the academy who are probably really curious to hear this. And before you do that, really quickly, as far as coffee goes, totally on board with you. I actually drink an organic coffee and I um, use an immersion blender and I put a little bit of collagen, something else too. That's an oil. It's a coconut oil, MCT oil. Yeah. And as in the immersion blender and like froth it up, and it just tastes like a latte. But should I be not using the the collagen or um, the MCT and just because that's like fat, right? Like I should be starting with protein. So what are your thoughts on that? And then also the cleanliness of your coffee, because my coffee is organic, does it matter. So I'll let you go there. Great questions. So actually, my
2: perfect formula for a breakfast, because I have a formula for breakfast, lunch and dinner, that's really easy. And you can really fit in multiple ingredients into it. It's not about cooking. It's about just knowing the framework, what you want to have for breakfast to keep you full and satisfied is you want to have protein, you want to have a serving of healthy fats, and you want to have low sugar fruit or veggies with your breakfast. So the fact that you're adding collagen is giving you that protein boost and collagen is an excellent, easy way to get protein. And then you also are having your MCT oil, which is great healthy fats. Now, the thing is, you just want to make sure that you're not eating an entire separate breakfast with additional healthy fats. You may be able to have a little bit more protein than, than one kind of like serving of collagen will give you, but you, it's, a, it's about balancing it. So if you're having that, that's great. You probably need a little bit more protein and maybe some, some healthy fruits like berries or, or some greens in the morning. And that will really complete your breakfast. But that is amazing. Like that's a great way to get started. And maybe you could have something in mid morning. You might be satisfied until yep. mid morning right now
0: that's what I'm doing. I, I have this coffee and I'm not hungry till like 11 o'clock and then I'll yeah. have a snack. And it's purely
2: scientific. It's because of the healthy fat and the protein that keep you full for longer. And so when we end up eating things like bagels or like a quick yogurt, that's not Greek yogurt, just a regular yogurt and a banana and orange juice, you think that that's healthy, but it doesn't have the healthy fats Sugar. and the protein. And that's why you'll feel hungry. and You'll end up eating double the calories in your body really needs.
0: Yeah, my, my husband constantly walks out of the house with a banana in his hand. And I'm like, you can't start your breakfast that way. Then he comes back at like 10 and he's eating a pound of potato chips, you know? And I'm like, you can't do that. Exactly, <laughs>
2: you know, if he were able to just add like two tablespoons of peanut butter with that banana, that would help him so much more. That is a great example where when you don't eat the right amount of fat or protein, you end up craving unhealthy carbs, sugar, salty foods, whatever it might be. And you're just trying to fill yourself up because you're so hungry but this is about strategic eating. I know everybody that's watching is super smart and super ambitious. You want to be strategic with your eating and smart. And that way, when you make these choices, you eat the right foods and then you don't have to think about it all morning. You're not like, think it's not taking over your brain that you're hungry. You can focus on everything else and you have the right amount of energy. So protein. Okay. So, so do you want me to share the protein more breakfast? Okay. So I have three quick options depending on your likes. The first one is if you like eggs. So eggs is a really great way to get your protein in the morning. You wanna have at least, you wanna have two eggs, but if you can also have a little bit of extra egg whites with it, it gives you protein without the additional things that are in yolks. You can have like up to two yolks and then um, a fourth to a half cup of liquid egg whites along with any veggies that you wanna mix into that. And then a side of low sugar fruit, like berries, strawberries, half an apple. And that's gonna be a great breakfast for you. So that's a protein more breakfast. If you like eggs, if you don't have time to make eggs, you can also use hard boiled eggs. And that's a great option. One of my favorite options, especially for those of you that are busy is to do the second option, which is a metabolism boosting morning smoothie. And that's where you have a smoothie and you definitely want to get your protein in it. I want to let you know that a lot of smoothie recipes on the internet do not have protein and they have so much fruit that you end up overloading on the sugar. And you end up going less on the protein. And that's why you think you're being healthy. And you might be wondering, I'm doing everything to be healthy. Why am I not seeing the results? Well, it's because you're off balance. You may be being tricked and taught to eat too much sugar in the form of fruit, which is okay, but fruit is okay to a certain point. Then you also want to add other things to it as well.
0: Have you heard of the company Daily Harvest? I'm yeah. um, glad you brought this up because I actually do Daily Harvest, but I selectively order the ones that have walnuts, hazelnuts. Like they have one that I can read the label. It's got a lot of fruit on it. I'll like just grab a huge tablespoon of like nut butter that I have and like throw it into the blender. But I love that you mentioned that because I've noticed it's vegan. It's all it's like healthy for you. But if you're not conscious reading the label... You can get completely overloaded with, and even kind of low in calorie, like 150 calories. Some of the smoothies, others are like 500 because they actually have walnuts, hazelnuts or avocado in them. So read the labels, right? Before you just. Yes.
2: Yes. And you know, I also have ordered Daily Harvest and they are really great, but you do have to choose the right ones. And you know what you just said, Melissa is really key where it's not. Okay, it's not a good thing to have too little calories. Like we shouldn't always be going for the less calories, we should be going for the right amount of calories. And one of the biggest things I've noticed with my clients who are all ambitious women or now men, as well is that so many of them are under eating before they come to us. And when you under eat, you block your metabolism, you slow your metabolism, and you may feel like I'm being so healthy, but you're not eating enough. So your body's just hanging on to everything you give it and it's not burning fat. So having the right amount of calories in the form of nuts, in the form of protein. In the form of different greens, that's really, really the right way. That's the right direction for this to be sustainable. So, doing a morning smoothie with protein, I recommend having a protein powder if you feel comfortable. There's some really, really great healthy protein powders that are low sugar and high protein. And then the final option is a quick grab and go option, and that's having a Greek yogurt with cinnamon on top, having some berries, and then also mixing in some chia seeds, which give it a little bit of extra fiber and bulk so that you're full for longer. And that's also a really great snack, either mid-morning or afternoon snack. All of these, if if you just focus on kind of streamlining your breakfast... And and choosing between one or two and kind of doing the same thing. This is how you can focus on other things in your life. And you can really become more productive and energetic. Like we've heard of how Steve Jobs and Obama would have the same shirt, but in different colors. And they just don't think about it. They just put that on because they have so many other things to think about. Well, it's the same thing with food. And starting off with your breakfast, if you can just be almost mindless about eating the right foods, it becomes a habit. And this is how it becomes so easy and systematic to live in the body of your dreams. You're not even thinking about it. You're just doing this every day and you're loving what you're doing. And then you get to focus on your business. You get to focus on your family and all the other fun things life.
0: Oh, I love this. So good. So, so good. Well, so let me ask you this, because so folks are probably wondering, what programs do you have going right now? What kind of coaching do you do? How do you help people? Give us your pitch. What do you have going on right now? Oh yeah. So we
2: have a really excellent, amazing coaching program that is helping women lose weight and create a sustainably healthy lifestyle when nothing else has worked. And they've tried everything. So what we do is we have a 12 month program, which is really important because we help you work through all the plateaus, all the mindsets to get you all the way to your goal weight. But what we do is that we provide number one, we lead with accountability, you have your own accountability advisor that's checking in with you multiple times a week and guiding guiding you and answering questions about how you're feeling and what you're doing. We also teach you by using frameworks and templates of the types of foods that you should have at each meal. And we also give you menu plans. So some people like to cook and some people don't like to cook. So no matter what your style is, we serve you and and we show you how to eat and how to actually curb your sugar cravings. They will disappear when you start eating according to the frameworks and templates and recipes that we give you. And so we get you all the way to your goal. In fact, we just helped a woman that is 58 lose 55 pounds in the last eight months. We've helped multiple women that are CEOs that are very, very highly, highly professional women in their 40s, lose 20 plus pounds when the nothing was working for 10 plus years for them. And now they can't ever imagine putting that 20 plus pounds on again, because they actually like the food they're eating, they love what they what they're doing. And they know the choices to make, whether they're eating out or whether they're on vacation or when they're with their family, they're not depriving themselves, they learn the hacks and the strategies on what choices to make, and they learn how to make themselves feel full and satisfied. So this is our slim down transformation program. And this is something you know, you can find out more about by coming to my website, masalabody.com and grabbing our free recipe book, which is seven recipes that are tested and perfected to help you lose your first seven pounds. And that's at MasalaBody.com. And right when you join, you'll also get the option to watch a free training where I walk you through how our professional women clients are losing three to five dress sizes, getting the most slim in their life and feeling looking amazing. So that's one way to, to find out more. And one more thing I'd love to share, Melissa, is this retreat that I have coming up. Okay. And this is, this is a live retreat I'm having. That's absolutely free. It's virtual and it starts on July 19th. And so every single day I'm going to be going more in depth about some of the things I've talked about today, like the metabolism boosting morning routine, the mindsets that are mind blowing to get, get you to your fiercest, hottest self. We're going to be talking about the fat burning food framework for every single meal and what ingredients that you should have and how much to have and how to combine them. And women lose between five and 10 pounds just through this free seven days. And so you can get your your spot starts on July 19th, absolutely free at MasalaBody.com forward slash slim down and get your spot there. and, And I'll be seeing you live every day there and would love to teach you more and really provide so much value to you during the retreat.
0: I love that. How cool. So cool. Such good information. So you guys we will put this in the show notes too. For those of you who catch this later and you're listening, or you're watching this live, you can catch the podcast. We'll have it all in the show notes. And for those in the Academy, we can even email it to you guys. Pam is asking, can you spell your website? Can you spell it out loud? Yes. Yes.
2: Masalabody.com. M like Mary, A S like Sam a l a body. So dot com. So masala, which the name comes from a blend of spices, which as a, you know, I talked to you about spices today, We we focus on making your food taste really good, we boost your metabolism. So masala body is, you know, you eat food that you love to get your hot body. And so that's kind of where the name came from masala body.
0: Yep. I love it. And then we have a couple of questions, if you don't mind, as we're wrapping up. Uh, One question was, how many grams of protein in the morning? Okay,
2: so, you know, I do have a rule of thumb. and, And this is the thing is like, you don't have to be so focused on numbers. It's really more about the types of food that you're eating. So you really will find it surprising that you don't need to calorie count. You don't need to count things when you're eating the right foods, because it all like when you're eating nutritious foods, they're actually all low calorie, they're all nutritious. But going for a target and a goal to get started is very helpful. And so having a goal of 30 grams of protein in the morning, and actually every meal will really be a great start. And you're going to start to see that you're more full, you're more satisfied. And also you're boosting your metabolism and you're burning fat faster by doing that.
0: Awesome. So good. Okay. And then the other question is, okay, so you said you can drink coffee. So we have what about alcohol? What because you you talked about not giving up everything, right? So yeah, what's your alcohol?
2: Oh yeah, such an important question especially for this group. And you know, I was a management consultant, which means that I was traveling and working long hours by day and then going out to eat and drinks by night. Every day that was what my that was what my schedule was. I loved my schedule and you know, I knew that I could not live a life where I wasn't drinking because I enjoyed it and I prefer personally, to have a life of balance than of extremes of not doing things and then all of a sudden becoming resentful of it and then doing it all again. And so that's why we actually encourage you to drink alcohol, share a few quick alcohol and lower trigger alcohol tips. We encourage you to have dessert, we encourage you to have pizza, to have whatever pastries you want. It's just about balancing it and choosing when you're going to have it during the week. And so it's never about taking it completely out because it's honestly not realistic in our world that we live in. We don't live in a a reclusive community where we don't have those. We live in the real world. So for alcohol, I actually have something which I call the four-part cocktail framework, which helps you put together an easy drink. And basically what it is, is that you start off with a low sugar alcohol, which is always a clear alcohol, like gin, vodka, or tequila. Then you use club soda or seltzer for most of the volume. And then you add a splash of juice, any juice. And then you try to add a flair. It could be mint. It could be jalapenos. It could be lime. And so a very easy example of how to order this would be, can I get a Tito's vodka and club soda, a splash of pineapple with some lime? Something as easy as that. That's really all it is. But you're focusing on all the low sugar items and you're focusing on more volume with less sugar, but a splash of sugar with the juice. And one really great summer drink that I recommend for those of you that want to go and have cocktails to order is a Paloma. And Paloma is a is tequila, which is actually a healthy alcohol, it, it grapefruit soda, and a little bit of grapefruit juice. And so it's really, really great, because grapefruit is low sugar. So doing that, and I know that there's probably a question at some point around wine, wine is also okay, it does cause more bloating than the other alcohols that I talked about. What I recommend is a strategy called delay the drink strategy, where you start off, whenever you go out, you start off by having two glasses of, of water so that you're really cleansing and debloating your body. And then you start drinking wine, because sometimes it's hard to stop. So let's start. And then you can decide if you want to stop. So this is really about you living the life that you want to live and you not depriving yourself, but just knowing and understanding how to make these healthy choices.
0: So good. Well, so let me ask you this out of the wines, because I had a friend, and my previous social selling business who was a bodybuilder like fitness like she just was ripped and she always had like the just the details on like the alcohol that was the cleanest i remember her talking about clear vodkas with wines is there a particular wine that people can choose that has less alcohol in it like for whatever reason in my mind i thought like sauvignon blanc has like a lower amount of sugar in it than a lot of the other ones. And maybe it's just the labels I've been reading with the wines I've been drinking lately. Can you give any guidance, like if they're going to choose wine, just like if they're going to choose liquor, is there a particular color or like type of wine that's, obviously champagnes are higher in sugars, like the Rieslings and stuff like that. But like, is there a particular type of grape or wine that has less sugar in it?
2: So yeah, so we've done some comparisons of white wines versus red wines. And the thing is that there is there is slightly more sugar in generally in white wines in certain white wines, but it's overall the same. And what we have seen is that bubbly types of drinks like Prosecco and champagne, though it may appear that they have more sugar, they actually cause less weight gain on the scale and they cause less bloating. So like if you're going to have some mimosas on the weekend or whenever you're going to see less effect, like you're going to see your tummy still at the place that it was versus seeing that bloating happening the next day. So all of it is similar. But it's sometimes it's like the effect on your body and really noticing that. And so we have seen with the bubbly drinks, you have less bloating that happens. And one thing I want to, you know, share is like, there are so many healthy organic wines that are lower sugar. So really just finding those and, and finding which ones those are. And also, it's really important that a lot of times after you have wine, or even sometimes cocktails, the next day, if you decide to weigh yourself. You will see your weight go up on the scale, but it's very temporary. It's just about that bloating going away. It's not permanent fat gain. And because a lot of times people feel really low when they look at themselves on the scale, and they're like, "Oh, well, I really wanted that wine." Well, it's very temporary. It's going to go away. And so, just understanding that these things are what's temporary and what's you know really, really actual fat gain is is very different. And so, when you have that wine or some drinks like a couple times, once or twice a week or so, whenever you decide to have it, it's okay, you know, it's yeah. going to be temporary. And it's going to go away, especially when you're eating it during the week, 80 to 90% healthy, real foods, then you don't even have to worry about it.
0: So what I'm hearing you say, Nagina, for the Fourth of July is that I am going to have champagne, and I'm going to make my flat tummy water before I go to bed. And, and all will be good, right? Oh my gosh, that's absolutely such a
2: great way to do it. Yes, do that. Put some veggies on the grill. You know, when you have like chips and dip also have celery and carrots that you can dip into salsa and guacamole and hummus. Otherwise, if there's just chips and dip, you're going to eat it. But it's like I like to call other veggies scoopers you call you get yes. veggie scoopers. And then that way you're enjoying the veggies. They're, they're more fresh, they're cooler. And then you're having veggies on the grill. You're also having whatever other food, but you're not feeling so like you're not filling yourself up with potato salads or breads only. You can have that, but you also have a lot of veggies. And then you also have these other healthy drinks that we've been talking about.
0: My gosh, so good. Well, I think people got some really good advice today for those of you guys are listening live right now, I'd love to see in the chat, like, what are you going to implement? What did you learn today from Magina that you are going to, to take into action? Me personally, in my next order for groceries, I'm ordering mint and lemon and water. I actually have been putting lemon and water, but not consistently. And so that was a really good prompt. That's something simple and easy to like, create the discipline that turns into a habit for me to do. So I love that. So you guys let us know what you're gonna do in the chat so we can know. And as we wrap up, I love asking my guests, what are some of your favorite books or book that you've read this year? Because we as a group in the academy love reading. Is there a favorite book or two that you can recommend to the group? Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. I've
2: just been like loving spending my time just reading and doing all those and having this time to do that. And so one of my you know classic favorite books is the big leap. And and that really shows you where you can work in your genius zone that things are very possible. And so that's absolutely something that that actually helped me clear my path for saying, I I really want to do this. Like, I want to work in my genius zone, I don't want to just work in all the other things that I feel like I have to do. So so that's really, you know, a very, very important, like important one. So that's really a great book to get started with is The Big Leap. I love that one. So yeah. So
0: good. Awesome. That's a great one for this group too that listens. So thank you so much for spending time with us here today. You guys definitely go check out her seven day program for absolutely free. Who doesn't need to lose seven pounds in seven days for the summer? It's just such an inspirational story, right? So thank you for inspiring us and giving us some health tip packs. Thank you for your time today.
2: Oh my gosh. I've loved being here. I love sharing everything. And thank you so much, Melissa. Awesome.
1: Thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast for free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services. Go ahead over to live the free that's live the free Life.